This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Double Up for Conservation, urging Congress to increase investments for voluntary and popular farm conservation programs. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A summary of the $28 billion conservation language expected to be tucked into a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package shows a big expansion of support for producers growing cover crops. According to a summary of the plan obtained by AgriPulse, $5 billion would be earmarked for direct payments for planters of cover crops. The language was not included in the House Ag Committee's passage of its reconciliation instructions due to delays in receiving estimates from the Congressional Budget Office. Sarah Wyant and Phil Brasher have a deeper look at the summary and their coverage on agripulse.com. Food stakeholders from all over the world had their attention on the United Nations today as the body convened the Food Systems Summit. The event included a handful of American commitments from the government and the private sector that have the chance to reshape food systems in the U.S. and abroad. For starters, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said the U.S. would split a $10 billion investment between domestic and international goals. The nation's top ag official also pointed to the need for countries to work together on researching new technologies in agriculture. We know the research that's necessary to accelerate more sustainable production. Uh, we, we know that there are climate smart technologies and approaches that need to be advanced. Uh, the question is, how do we accelerate uh, the research on gene editing? How do we accelerate the technologies that we know will ultimately help us get to a net zero future uh, in agriculture uh, in our respective countries. And I think that's the uh, the focus and aim uh, of this, if you will. Steve Davies has a look at the day's discussions in his story on agripulse.com. The House Agriculture Committee gathered today to study the issues surrounding the growth of carbon markets and the challenges facing producers seeking to enroll their acres. The hearing was marked by a partisan procedural spat at its onset, but eventually evolved to demonstrate an area of bipartisan agreement that a lot of questions about the markets still need to be answered. But we have problems and verification weaknesses. The technology that is used here, the impact of our farmers not having access readily to the Internet, these present awesome problems. So we've got to really deal with those issues. That's committee chair David Scott of Georgia. Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania is the committee's ranking member. He called for a little reflection on where the current markets might be falling short. Uh, the Natural Resource Conservation Service will pay a producer $53.41 an acre over five years to implement cover crops through EQIP. Still, the current price in the Indigo agriculture carbon market is $3.30 per acre. Thompson. Finally today, the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture recently wrapped up its annual conference, setting the stage for a new CEO to take the helm of the group. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. New National Association of State Departments of Agriculture CEO Ted McKinney says state ag directors must be engaged in climate change discussions with the Biden administration and Congress. And there's a lot that comes under that. Some would put waters of the U.S. under that. We talked about that. Payment for carbon sink. Our farmers paid for the trees, the soybeans, the corn, the wheat, the cotton, whatever they grow. That sounds pretty terrific on the front end, but we've always learned, and farmers are always very much uh, like Missouri, you know, let me see it. Uh, where's the proof point? Let me see what it is, and then I'll tell you what I think. McKinney most recently served as Undersecretary for Trade at USDA during the Trump administration. 
He says state ag directors play an important role in trade, too. Through four partner groups and through market access program monies that are granted to NASDA and to those partners. It's the lead and the responsibility of the commissioners, secretaries, and directors to take those small and medium-sized businesses and introduce them to export markets. McKinney succeeds outgoing CEO Barb Glenn, who announced her retirement earlier this year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Double Up for Conservation, a coalition of over 215 farm, ranch, sportsmen, and wildlife groups urging Congress to increase investments for voluntary and popular farm conservation programs. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.